Hi, I'm Darcy T. Kelly, and this is Storytime with Darcy. In every episode, you hear a piece or two of my own short fiction. I'm an eclectic writer, so you may be surprised by the genres and situations. But what these stories have in common is their exploration of big ideas. Please join me in welcoming Haley Scanlon as a new voice on the pod. Haley is no stranger to the stage, having danced and acted since her childhood, but this is her first foray into voice acting. Today's story, A Brief Fictional History of Communication with Fratricide, is quite a departure from my usual, if you can find anything usual about my eclectic stories, that is. In fact, it's not really a narrative at all. Yes, I recall I said the same thing about godly musings over triple espresso in a recent episode, but I think you'll find this one has a completely different feel yet again. Oh, I should also mention that the inclusion of brief in the title is literal. Um, And because the story is so short, I'm adding some bonus content afterwards. But we'll get to that after the story. As also hinted in the title, today we have a content warning for murder and killing. Um, fratricide to be precise. Though I'm not sure if you really need a warning as it's purely metaphoric murder. But we'll let Haley tell us more about that. A brief fictional history of communication with fratricide by Darcy T. Kelly. In a land covered by ice and snow. Okay, only half the year, but my point is better made without that detail. Isolation settles in the bones, the heart, the spirit. Communication, unrestricted by distance, is a necessity that mothered generations of inventions. Though I don't think mother expected all the fratricide. Before the land was called Canada, messages were sent across the tundra by drumbeats and smoke signals. When Europeans moved in, they brought disease, genocide, and a new way of communicating. Notes were left at trading posts, a younger brother displacing his elders, You dropped in to trade your freeze-dried fish and beaver pelts for flour and thread and picked up a note from Aunt Petunia inviting you to her place for tea and a game of cards and a flyer for caribou popsicles, the latest invention by the local procrastination-prone spear hunter. It wasn't long before Canada Post ascended becoming the official mail carrier of a growing nation. Aunt Petunia went to a corner store, each home to a CP depot, to send Christmas cards and birthday cards stuffed with a fiver and pick up chain letters and advertisements. So many advertisements. A new millennia birthed electronic communication, which promptly locked its brother, Canada Post, in its crosshairs. Aunt Petunia would email pictures of her homely children daily, lamenting that she didn't see you often enough. The Lord knows you saw more than enough of those kids in every improved resolution. Eventually, even the life-sustaining advertisements went paperless, 
were renamed spam and spawned the invention of email filters, the first societal attempt to escape communication. Canada Post dodged the digital bullet, nestling in the security of online shopping. Malls took the slug instead. It sizzled through their exposed capitalistic hearts while shoppers secreted their capitalistic impulses behind computers, clicking keyboards in the dead of night. But I digress. With global warming, the Trans-Canada Highway, central heating, and the latest and largest iteration of communications suns reshaping Canadian lives, the ice and snow aren't as isolating as they once were. In fact, Canadians are now so well-connected that finding a moment to enjoy a bubble bath, an audiobook, or to take a shit is a Herculean effort. Cell phones buzz while you're on the toilet. It's Aunt Petunia, dear. When are you coming for tea? Texters, trendsetters, and tastemakers bump into you, their eyes on a screen instead of their path. Advertisements scream from buildings, beakers, buses, billboards. The noise is deafening, and all I want is some goddamn peace and quiet. I unplug the landline, silence the cell phone, turn off the TV, close the curtains, lock the doors, and burrow in bed. Fetal position, buried in blankets, hands over ears, inhaling silence. Exploring my own thoughts, reacquainting myself with the internal voice I haven't heard in years. The doorbell jingles. It's Aunt Petunia, dear. Are you okay? You didn't answer my call or my text. She knocks persistently. Drum beats. An undying brother. <laughs> yeah, definitely a departure for me. A little testing in some different waters. A Brief Fictional History of Communication with Fratricide was written for the Australia Writers' Center's December 2019 Furious Fiction Challenge. That was a mouthful. I do write for challenges quite often. The creative prompts push me to think and create outside my box. I can't remember exactly what the prompt was for this story, but um, I'll never forget the challenge that prompted us with emojis. I'll have to look up that story and share it with you at some point. Oh, but back to the present. I promised you some bonus content. In addition to the challenges, I often, though sadly not recently, <laughs> um, ask my Facebook followers to send me writing prompts. We call it Inspire Me Sunday. Um, and it even has a jingle. <laughs> I mention this not only to encourage you to join my Facebook group, at Darcy T. Kelly, by the way, so that you can participate in upcoming Inspire Me Sundays. And yes, if you've been missing them, I do plan to bring them back soon. Um, but also bring it up because Finger Paint, our bonus content, was created as a response to an Inspire Me Sunday prompt. A couple of them, in fact. In early November of 2018, I was given a fantastic image by friend of the pod, Pamela. By the way, you should check out her work on Facebook at Lightgraph, L-I-G-T-H-G-R-A-P-H. 
Anyway, she gave me this this fantastic image and a write-up about fall leaves and finger painting. That same week, Jen sent me the poem In Flanders Fields as a prompt. I combined the two to create this piece as a tribute to Remembrance Day and all who have sacrificed for the safety of all people. Finger Paint by Darcy T. Kelly I finger paint with the colors of sunset and bonfires, each leaf a different pattern, hue, design, each a world of possibilities, a universe all its own. With a soft breath to dry the paint, I send a gentle mist of colored leaves dancing through the air. You laugh in delight. I finger paint to color a world that is sometimes sad, sometimes hard, sometimes devastating. As my canvas transforms with a riot of color, I hope the spectacle lightens the weight of your burdens. With heavy heart, you crunch through dry, falling leaves and smile with simple joy. I finger paint with the colors of your world. When you shed each other's blood with cries of war, I dip my fingers. As I paint with red, your gun smoke, poison fog, and bomb ash mute the vibrance to gray. I weep with you. Our tears wash the world, quell fires, soothe aching hearts. I dip my finger in blood and paint your poppies red, a reminder, a hope. I finger paint with the colors of sunset, bonfires, and blood, memories shared. I paint your world with delight, joy, love, and pain, so you'll never forget. Well, that's it for today's episode of Storytime with Darcy. Once again, thank you, Haley, for sharing your talents for this story. I'm excited you've joined the Storytime with Darcy family. If you would like to become a voice on Storytime with Darcy, please reach out. My eclectic stories need a variety of voices, and yours will be a welcome addition. Thank you for listening. To read more of my stories and perhaps inspire the next one, Check out my website, www.darcytkelly.me, and join me on Facebook with the handle at Darcy T. Kelly, D-A-R-C-I-E-T-K-E-L-L-Y. If you're interested in purchasing a copy of Musings, a collection of short stories, get in touch through the Facebook page or by email, and you can find my email address in the episode notes. And please subscribe on your podcatcher of choice for future episodes of Storytime with Darcy. Until next month, stay well and keep smiling.